Hi, this is 100 Days a Year podcast. Our podcast because, well, you need another podcast. I'm Becky Fouché here with my best friend, Jeremy Rabondo, and today we're recording episode number eight titled Cold Brew? You? Principles of Relationship Interpretation number eight. Being selfish, truly selfish, is the only way to love people the best. I'm going to say something that sounds like a type of blasphemy. It runs so counter to who most of us are and who most of us aspire to be that it will at best sound like a joke or some other type of hyperbolic expression merely designed to get your attention. Or at worst, a type of aphorism to be quickly dismissed. But I truly believe what I'm about to pronounce, and that is never do anything for anyone else. Now, what can this possibly mean? Doing something for someone else can literally be the worst thing that you can do. But not for them, however, but for you. Now, what can this mean? When I first heard this, I felt like my mind got into some kind of car crash, figuratively wrapping around a tree. I mean, it just bothered me so much and defied what I thought were my very good instincts of love and service to others. And then my general interest in pleasing others. But see, it's that last bit of noxiousness. Well, that's what deserved to crash my mental car. Pleasing others can be a never-ending cycle whereby we attempt to make others happy or whereby we try to fulfill what we perceive as their needs. Most often, we quickly become aware that this happiness was never, in fact, realized or was only momentarily a desire quickly displaced and you right along with it. Or the needs we sought to satisfy? Well, like our own vicissitudes, they simply change. And what if we express this desire to please others in even small ways, only to have those actions met with a lack of genuine acceptance? Well, then what? Then what remains for us in that moment is nothing short of emptiness or a feeling of rejection. And the hole created by these emotions is soon filled with resentment, bitterness, or maybe even some hatred. I urge you to consider a life of selfish do-it-for-yourselfism. As you aspire to master this, I assure you that your active love for others will become so much easier. So it seems as if to love other people, you'd have to let go of yourself. Yeah, I mean, that. no, I mean, <laughs> you're laughing, but it's so true. It sounds like it should mean something, but it doesn't. Now, okay, everyone, she's giving me the, the cut sign as if we should re-record this, but I have to capture this because it's too great. No, it really does. You're absolutely right. And you're laughing because it's hysterical. Yeah. I mean, doesn't it make sense to put put your entire life on hold in order to make someone else's life better? Yeah. Give everything up. You know, disregard yourself. Put yourself put yourself in the back of, uh, you know, your own mind. Just give into it. I think the whole reason why we chose this topic is because you can't you can't love people when you're not being your, your best self. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Then you're, you're shortchanging the people that you say you love. It's just kind of tough to get around. It's tough to get around this concept that, that actually loving people requires a great deal of personal investment, which really feels like a form of selfishness. Yeah, absolutely. Because you think, okay, if I'm going to care about someone, if I'm going to love someone, then I'm going to devote all of my time to that. And I'm going to devote all of my energy to this other person. But what happens when you do that is you fail to sharpen the tools that you already have, which enable you to love that person at all. So 
it's kind of a backwards thought. I think so. I think it it makes you actually, you know, like down prioritize it. Uh, down prioritize the the getting good at your craft, the, yes. the personal investment because and we've seen this a lot. You and actually you and I have actually talked about this a lot lately and I'm going to be I'm going to be vague on purpose. But we've talked about people that we know who are ah oh, gosh, I hate I hate speaking so carefully. But we've talked about people that we know who are clearly disregarding their aptitude in certain areas of their life and displacing it with other things that require much less work. And then they call that love when in fact they have unbelievable potential to develop certain skills and then give that to the people in their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think they would be uh, in a much better place and much more effective um, in that love for their, their people. And and I know this sounds terribly judgmental, but well, it it sounds terrible, terribly judgmental because it is. But I think the thing that I'm taking away from that and that observation is that I myself cannot displace those things which are easier with a truer, better love that I could have for the people in my life if I would develop and continue to... Um, cultivate um, more excellence in those areas that would help me to love those people better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And I, I have two thoughts um, based off what you're saying. So I think the first one is in order to fully love someone the way that you should, you should have a lot of experience sharpening your craft. So in other words, you should have a lot of practice and tried and true experience with practical ways of loving people right so i i think this is something that's not really talked about a lot but love takes practice Mm -hmm. and exercising your love for others is definitely um a craft that is perfected over time so i think that's definitely one aspect and then i think the other one is um in order to love people the way that you should you have to take care of yourself You cannot, and I've seen this, and I know you've seen this, and just in life, you know, you've seen people overextend themselves Mm -hmm. in the name of loving people, Mm -hmm. and then their own, their own health and mental Mm -hmm. health and life literally suffers for it. Right. And all the while they're claiming, hey, I'm putting myself. Yes. They're claiming virtue. They're claiming nobility. And like they're they're those are not the same things. Mm-mm. You you cannot put yourself on the altar, right. and you know sacrifice your health and your 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 mental state, um, in order for someone else to quote unquote be better. No, I don't think that kind of love has a trade off. No, I, I I you know whether it be the food you eat or the lack of exercise or the sleep or, you know, you know taking the necessary alone time or just like we said, you know, cultivating your own ability and talents by educating yourself. You know, let's, let's just talk about something specific, you know, think about, you know, if I am going to do a project for someone, a friend, and that project requires that I would, you know, let's just say I'm, I'm, I'm good at like making things. 
out of wood, which is not <laughs> true at all. But <laughs> let's just but let's just say that that I would, you know, and um, be good at that. Well, if I'm not good at the very thing that I'm going to be, you know, doing to help someone else, you know, then, yes. then what's, what's the point, right? I like where this is going. No, but like, that's <laughs> not, that's not love, you know, right. that's something else, right? you know? Um, so, uh, you know, when, you know, in the opening, when, you know, I was, I was, you know, talking about, you know, pleasing others, which we're going to get to and how the very best way to love people is to, um, you know, essentially be selfish we're talking about the selfishness of just being better at the thing that you're going to be end up using to serve other people. Right. Right. No, but I, I really like your analogy. You wouldn't, a carpenter is not going to mass produce product (laughs) in, in, in order to help the, you know, to help someone, right. They're going to, a good craftsman is going to, you know, make a product that takes time and care and practice and energy mm-hmm. and then give the, and, and then you know dispense the product so yes absolutely you have to be good you have to be good right mm-hmm. of yourself you have to be good at what you do in order for anyone else to benefit from it otherwise you're just kind of right. yeah you're you're wasting yourself you're right. wasting yourself and you're you're not taking advantage of your talents so let's talk about that pursuit of pleasing others. And I think it really has a lot to do with being selfish. Yes. Um, I mean, the, that the value of selfishness could conf- can, can, it directly opposes and directly confronts in this wonderful polemic, you know, just it directly confronts this idea that loving someone means denying yourself. So let's talk about um, what it means to try to, like, please others and where the role of selfishness can come in. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I've just, I've, I've fallen into this trap and I know you have too, because we're natural people pleasers and we want to mm-hmm. make people happy and we feel fulfilled and satisfied when people approve of us. Right. Um, I don't think that'll ever go away. Mm-mm. I just think it's something that you and I have to manage for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think we have a natural tendency to overextend ourselves um, and I think, I think the motive is um, less beautiful than we kind of pretend that it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like we say, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing this for this person, and they need me in this area, and oh my gosh, but I'm so tired, but uh, I have to do this because you know they need right. me. Who else is going to do the job? Right. And it sound it in 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 some ways, and and perhaps that was a little too up front the way that I'm presenting it. I think a lot of times you and I kind of wrap it up in a a little more beautiful wrapping and we say, like, I did this for this person and it was, they they needed it. We kind of leave it at that. But I think sometimes what we're really saying is, I really was seeking that person's attention. Right. And... Maybe I even volunteered for something I yeah. had no business volunteering for. Maybe I actually yeah. did something for them that, that I was really not the person to do it. Yeah, and guess what? You're robbing the right person of that job. <laughs> right. That's kind and of you're, awful. And you're giving this person whom you say you love an inferior product. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I think, a little offshoot, I think very few people are good at doing lots and lots and lots of things tirelessly. Oh yeah. And still and still are capable of producing a great product. I think it's very rare. And so you really have to hone in on what you're good at, 
what are your best qualities? How can you perfect them? Mm-hmm. And then accept that that is what you have to give to people, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, I like, I like how you brought that up. You can't go around robbing, robbing people of opportunities to use their gifts and their talents. Right. I just think, I think that, that, um, that the idea of selfishness allows you to concentrate on, like you said, those, those things that you actually can do well. And usually if you can do them well, it's because you've worked at them. So that means you can probably continue to work at them and do even better. So, it, it, you know, the, it, it, it does. It directly confronts this idea of pleasing others because, you know, pleasing others, um, you know, it kind of asks for more than you can give. Yes. And here's, and here's the question. Can you, can you even know if you're pleasing someone? No. And I think that's, you know, what we hinted at earlier in, yeah. in, in the beginning of, of the episode is like, I think people, people's preferences change. You could be yes. working to try and fulfill someone's needs. You could huh. be trying to do what someone else wants. You could be trying to love them. And then they change their minds about what that thing is. Right. Exactly. So then you've wasted all of this energy for a moving target. Mm. So yeah, that's a good way to put it. So like you said, you're you're working to please someone and you don't know where that is going to end up. So you're waste you're literally wasting your own time, right? right? And that is really the ultimate form of selfishness because you're not investing in something that's actually going to last and be productive in the long term. Well, right. And you, like you've said before, like you just said actually, you're not actually doing something for them, you're doing something for you. Right. So is it that selfishness that we should be concerned about? Well, that is the selfishness to steer, to steer clear right. of. Right. And by personal investment, I mean, really, you, you, you kind of limit yourself as to the ways that you can actually love others. Yes. Right. And I think, I think that provides you agency. And that agency being the ability to choose your investments, the ability to um, decide what you're going to focus on and then to give all you have in that pursuit, right? Mm-hmm. And ultimately that pursuit being helping others. Right. But it puts you in charge. It it releases you of this type of slave type of mentality where I just I have to please people and I, I have to I get their approval yes. and I I have to show them that I'm a great person who who's great at loving, right? right? But in, but that that is the selfish thing, you know, mm-hmm. the 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 agency and the the ability to choose and to be in charge is you know, it is that loving yourself? I mean, I think so. Mhm. But is it for the greater good of people around you? Yeah. Oh, for def- definitely. Definitely. Um I I think when you surrender to this um, you know, I must just keep throwing my time at situations or people or objects over and over and over mm-hmm. again and that that is the sum total of my my um, ability to love others or that's the only mechanism by which I can love others. Well, that's when you get into lots of trouble. And I think that kind of leads nicely to what we've talked about before. And that is when you give to someone and you have no real aptitude for the thing you're trying to give them Mm. and that person is not terribly pleased or that individuals then, you know, 
maybe tastes mm. or taste change in the middle of it once they see the product you're giving them, well then guess what? You've extended yourself, perhaps overextended yourself, and then you sense or maybe incorrectly perceive that they're not appreciating what you've done. So mm. there's, there's no appreciative attitude coming back towards you. And so guess what? Well, now you're resentful. Mm-hmm. Look what you've done to yourself. Because, I mean, when I say yourself, I'm meaning me. I've done this several times. You over, I've overextended. I give someone something. Maybe, I, maybe, maybe it was something in, in which I had the ability to give and give well. But maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just because I wanted them to see me as a resource. Or maybe some kind of, maybe I wanted them to see me as indispensable. And then guess what? If they're not terribly appreciative or, or and this is, can be a separate thing, or if I simply have no right to to read them because I'm misreading them mm. and I don't ask them, right? Or the communication is just negligible and bad all the way around. Well, then it leads me on this path of resentment, hmm. right? So there, I'm kind of dealing with two, two separate issues, but let's deal with the one, let's deal with the one that, that may, may be, you know, that, that kind of discounts my, my perceptions. Let's, let's deal with the, the fact that I've, I've given, I've over, I extended myself um, and this, the person that I'm giving my, my talents to doesn't appreciate them because maybe it's just no good. And now I'm not happy. Oh, I think that's very telling. Well, yeah. I what think it, it proves the true intent of your heart, which is praise. <laughs> me, 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 me. Seriously. Me. Yeah, no, right? right? Right. And I, 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 you know, I think this, it, it feels only simple to us in this moment because we've talked about it so many times, but I am at, I remember coming to this concept not that long ago, you know, where I'm like, oh man, this is not, this has nothing to do with that person. This has everything to do with me. And all I've done is I've kind of used that individual and that individual circumstances to serve myself mm-hmm. and my own need for approval. It's, it's a shame that we do that in the name of love mm-hmm. and in the name of selflessness, mm-hmm. right? Right. That's wild. I know. It's like all backwards. I haven't thought about it like that before. But it's all backwards. Yeah. You know? And so I think dealing with that resentment, you know, it feels like a huge separate issue. And I guess in some sense it really is. But what do you do at that point? You know, I think when you start being resentful, I really think it's based in a only a couple of different 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 principles. And that is you you're not accurately reading the situation and you're and doing a lot of assumptions mm-hmm. excuse me a lot of assuming or you've really given something to someone and they don't appreciate it and maybe it's because it wasn't any good like like we talked yeah. about maybe maybe the thing you tried to do for them was no good because you had no business giving it to them in the first place right you know so the cycle is then your your laziness Right, your failure to cultivate your skills, or your failure to identify your your the the skills you 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 do, in which you know you have ability. Right, right, and, yeah. and use those, and yeah. maybe the situation didn't call for it, so you right. should have recommended someone, which is sometimes tough to do. Right, right, recommended someone else. You know, right. So given given someone else the opportunity to serve this person because they can simply just do it better. You know, and I think this can be like have a, like a real big global application to workplace and whatever else, <laughs> but we can steer clear of that for a minute. But right, I mean, but it, right. So I mean, this is right. So either laziness or just true failure. 
mm-hmm. creates this you know scenario that you tried to avoid by doing the the former mm-hmm. and then and then you get to be resentful like right. that's the that is the worst thing that is right. that makes you the worst kind of person right and and i think resentment i don't know why i feel this way and and i if i indirectly got this from some author somewhere i apologize for not giving credit but i think resentment is probably the worst kind of poison in a relationship you know it's basically saying hey you didn't do what i wanted but instead of me understanding that and realizing that that this was you know me who put this on on you i'm gonna put it right back on you yeah and it just poisons the relationship i was gonna say sours the relationship but i think it's far worse i think it is it poisons the relationship yeah you know, all and and this, uh, uh, you know, a situation that could have been entirely avoided. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's it 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 really behooves us to discuss, maybe, kind of we've just kind of done it after the fact, but now we maybe can go before the fact. Talk about why it is so important to get good at something, <laughs> become proficient at something. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think the the thought that I'm having, which I'm sure others are having in this moment, perhaps, is that, well, why does helping someone else do something require me to be good at anything? But it does. Yeah. And and I feel like the the natural thought is to think, doesn't that doesn't that make me selfish? Isn't that the thing I'm trying to avoid this this attention towards self, this um time devoted to making self better like isn't that what selfishness is and Mm -hmm. i i feel like selfish has such a terrible connotation Mm -hmm. i mean obviously when you hear that someone's selfish you they're they're withholding right right but it is terrible and it is horrible to withhold yourself from being your best yeah Right. So there's right. a, there's a virtue in selfishness and, you know, there, you know, for those of you who are familiar with objectivist literature, 1964, Ayn Rand, you know, put together a collection of essays where she talked about, um, you know, the virtue in being selfish and, and not that I want to go into that, but I mean, but it's worth, it's worth a read. And so these ideas are not new, but it just, it stands, it stands to reason that, mm-hmm. that becoming better you know, be, being becoming a better person and, ha- and you know, cultivating, you know, skills uh, will help you, you know, serve others better. Yeah. It's just, it it's self-evident. Yeah. And I think these, we've kind of been speaking ambiguously about what these skills or, or abilities are, but I think this is anything from perfecting a cookie recipe to give to new neighbors to... <laughs> to writing the best dissertation to so that you can improve schools. I mean, there's I really think in whatever you do, you you must give your best. You must do your best. Mm. That there absolutely is right. selfishness in that, but it is always if you're if you're investing in yourself so that you can be used, it, it is always for the benefit of someone else. Mm. So yeah, I think it becomes virtuous at that point. I love that. It just feels a little backwards. But I mean, really, that's the only way to do it. Right. Otherwise, you're just throwing yourself at other people. And <laughs> and sometimes it's genuine. You know, sometimes you really want to help others. 
you know, it's like if someone asked some, you know, if I, if I knew someone who needed help watching their three children, um, I, I could do that. Um, I don't think I would do a great job trying to do three at once, you know, and I just don't have a lot of experience like watching three small children at once. So I might say something like, and that might be good for me to try, but I don't think that would be a good plan. You know, you, in other words, I, I just feel like I would be allowing too many potential harmful mm. variables to emerge, you know? Mm. So the smart thing to do at that point would be to say, look, I know somebody who can help. And so, but if I have this overwhelming need to be needed, then I'm in trouble, Right. you know, then I'm in trouble because I'm probably going to accept, um, quote unquote opportunities to, you know, increase my value right. to others, but I'm not going to, because if I volunteer for things that I have no business doing, I don't increase my, my value. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't create a space for indispensability. I create this the sense in the other person of why in the world would you volunteer or help me with this? Yeah. All you've done is made me crazy and made it worse. Yeah. Right? So. I, yeah. No, it's like if, if I felt the need to, to, to tutor someone in math, you know, like if someone asked me to tutor their child in math, I would, you know, it you would, would definitely be... not recommend me either for, for, you know, right. But no, it would be, it, it would be morally wrong for me to, to, to take that up and I would be like you said I would be creating a resentful situation because I they would frustrate me to no end right Mm -hmm. and that's not fair Mm -hmm. and I'd be harming the child because they wouldn't be getting (laughs) proper tutoring right right you could do some basic times tables and that's where it would be for (laughs) both you and me I'm sure okay so let me ask you one question So in the beginning, when I was reading the opening, you know, I said, never do anything for anyone else. So, so what do you, what do you, what are we talking about? If you do, this is a great question. If you, if you do work of any kind for other people, you will never be satisfied with your work because it is impossible to know if that work will ever satisfy someone else. Yeah. It is impossible. And I obviously in our English language we have words that we you know, sometimes we wish we had other words to really describe what we're trying to say, right? But so there is a part of doing work for other people in a service kind of way that is wonderful and admirable. And we want to do good things to help other people. We want to produce a good product to serve and help other people, of course. But you can never do something for another person because that is an endless pursuit of wondering if they'll accept you, Mm -hmm. wondering if they're satisfied, happy, content and that is something that is unknowable right and it's it's not a worthy investment right you can only know your own satisfaction you can only know that what you're doing is is fulfilling you cannot rely on someone else right so let's say like you want to become a better public speaker right and you want to do this to benefit your company well let's stop right there only if you become a better public speaker for you Mm-hmm. Will it benefit your company? Right. If you try to become a better public speaker for your company, I think your goal becomes slightly dis, you know, misaligned from right. your pursuit. 
it's only in the pursuit of becoming the best public speaker that you can um, that your company will then in turn benefit mm-hmm. from that, as will everybody else with whom you were able to share that ability. So whether you volunteer in a in a, a civic group of some kind or a church group of some kind or you know fill in the blank, you are going to have. Um, you know, your your ability to influence others will, will increase if you've just honed the ability to become a good public speaker. But if you've only done something for the benefit of one group, mm-hmm. I th- really, I think your, your goal becomes, becomes misaligned because you may not even realize that you're focusing on developing a certain set of skills uh, mm-hmm. at the expense of perhaps more general um, skills that would benefit you overall. Right. So I really don't think that you should ever do anything like you were saying for anyone else, for the reasons you mentioned and for the, for what I, I just mentioned. Um, it's very important to do something for your own satisfaction, mm-hmm. which is to what you were speaking, you know, of. only doing something to your satisfaction, uh, I think makes you the very best you can be. If you're truly, interested in becoming excellent Mm. and in that pursuit of becoming excellent you then make yourself um you know you make yourself the best possible instrument for Mm -hmm. anyone else or any 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 uh, other organization that you come across right right no i love i i i love that i totally agree if back to your public speaking example i mean if you if your goal is, oh my gosh, I have to be a good public speaker for my company. I have to be a good public speaker for my company. Da 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 All your energy is driving towards, I gotta be better for my company. Blah, 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 blah. You're, like you said, you're never going to actually be the best public speaker for your company because your company needs you, right? Your company mm-hmm. needs you to be the best version of yourself because that is what's effective. Right. So, by investing in yourself, you you truly do become a wonderful asset to whatever you're working towards. Right, and then you're not necessarily using your company and any approval from your colleagues and supervisors there oh, to gosh, yeah. to you know to justify your efforts. You know, uh, there there are so many more. <laughs> there are so many. There are so many others. You know, who can do that if you more globally apply your 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 skills to to speaking in general. Right, because it's like saying. You know, do you want to do you want to be a good public speaker or do you want to be a well-developed person who is comfortable and teachable and coachable and happens to be a good public speaker mm-hmm. because they devoted time and energy to honing in on that craft? Exactly. Like, well, I, w- I want that person. I want to be that person. Yeah. yeah. And we want. And I want to hire wanna, that person. Yeah. And I want to know that person and I want to learn from that person. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it just feels backwards. I think the whole, you know, the whole issue with the episode today is that some of the statements, you know, that we made just feel backwards. You know, it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to do things for yourself. And I think so often, especially people like us with our temperaments are just like, I'm going to give and give and give and throw energy and time at all of these causes and all of these people and all of these, Mm -hmm. you know, and and the list goes on and on and on. It's like you're not going to be effective unless mm. you just stop and work at something, right? And get better at something, right? And when you do it for you, you're not going to resent anyone mm. because you're doing it to get better yourself. 
right? You want to become a better writer? Become a better writer for you. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to end up being a better writer for anyone who hires you or anybody who needs your help or anybody you tutor or give back to, right? When you just unilaterally like pick a cause and donate toward the cause, you're, it's not, you're not being focused. Right. You're, you're excluding all the other variables that can go into making you a better whatever. Yeah, and you can apply that principle to any discipline. Right. I mean, I believe that. Right. So. Whether whether you're a doctor trying to get better at surgeries, or if you're. Let's hope they do. <laughs> Fair worthy. Whatever, whatever I was gonna say isn't right. isn't even gonna matter anymore. Right. We, we they get it. We get it. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, hey. Um, not that we're experts on this at all, but these are things we th- we've talked about. Yeah. You know, these are things we think about. Because, I mean, I do want to get always better. You know, you and I share mm-hmm. that. You know, we talk about that a lot. I want to learn more, read more, understand more. You know, be be better for others. And mm-hmm. the desire is not enough. The mm-hmm. desire to be better is not enough. The desire to be helpful is not enough. You right. have to kind of know what you're doing. Yeah. Right. And in order to do that, you've got to concentrate on, you know, developing your skills at the exclusion of other skills yeah. that you have so that you can be the best at something. And being the best at something will help you love others even better. Oh, gosh, I love that. And to do anything less than that is wrong and it's a disservice. And I believe that. I think you're right. <laughs> so Jeremy's laughing at me because... I am apparently talking too quickly, and I'm blaming it on my decaf coffee. So I'm just going to try to simmer on down. Yeah, simmer down. Um, (laughs) Simmer down, little lady. (laughs) Uh, I did not say that. No, definitely not. Okay, so where where are we at now in the podcast? We are at the point of the podcast where we talk about what we are grateful for and the reasons why we love each other. And we just both believe it's so important to devote... A large portion of your energy towards um, the things in your life that are unchanging and um, for which you can be grateful because that is what's going to keep you grounded and um, and less anxious. I agree. So, um, Jeremy, today, what are you thankful for? Well, besides being thankful for the undercurrent of purring by... <laughs> Your sweet little kitten. I really think that 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 today I'm thankful for my health, and I know that sounds like an easy one, but like you and I went for this walk this morning, and we know we walked a long time, and I'm thinking the whole time I was I was thinking periodically I'm so glad I can do this. It's it seems like a easy thing to be thankful for or a small thing, but it really, you know, there's a lot of people who can't do that, whether it's. Uh, physical infirmity or age or, you know, it could be, like I said, a you know, breathing issue. I mean, there's a whole host of things that keep people inside, you know, with COVID, whatever. I'm just saying I was feeling all morning um, how grateful, you know, that yeah. I had the health to walk. Love that. I mean, it's a simple one, but it's health uh, is huge. What about you? What love are you that. thankful for? I love that. Um, today I'm thankful for... Um, cameras i'm thankful for um pictures and iphones with storage i know that sounds kind of simple but um there's something about looking back at a memory Mm. and 
feeling everything that you felt when that picture was taken or, um, you know, being able to document your, your own personal progress based on a photo. Of course. I just think it's really special. So yeah. I'm glad that yeah. we live in 2020 when um, we can take pictures. I sometimes think, you know, what if I was born 300 years ago or yeah. 400 years ago? How different would my life be? And, you know, I, I really, I really have a, a rich, rich as in meaningful, a rich, meaningful life. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really thankful for memories and for being able to take pictures. No, that's great. We just talked about that in the last episode. Yeah. So episode seven is all about remembering. So, yeah. All right. Well, and the other part of the podcast is, of course, our confessions of love because we we love love and we love feels. Mm-hmm. So, what better way to end our podcast than by talking about how we love each other? So, um, it's your turn to tell me what you love about me. So, go mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> uh, okay, you know what? Because th- we we always talk about the fact that we record these these moments spontaneously. I have to say that my love for you. This is going to sound so silly, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh my gosh, he rehearsed this." But I, I think that your love for ice cream <laughs> is really the thing that I'm I'm thinking today. I love really? you f- because you love dessert. Oh, and. Maybe I should be upset because I don't need more dessert in my life, but you've made it so that all I do is crave dessert. I eat dessert daily, and I I got you to eat it daily. Yeah, you did. So I love that about you. Thank you for (laughs) making my life sweeter. But I'm bummed. No, but seriously, I love that we share a love for ice cream because that's an easy one, but it's the truth. Go ahead and and say what kind of ice cream. No, that's got to keep some things mysterious. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So wait. Well. <laughs> so enough about about enough about me. What do you love about me? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do I love about you today? I love that you are my best friend in literally every area. So you are my most fun friend. You are my funniest friend. Um, you're my most understanding friend, my most compassionate friend, um, my most thoughtful friend, and my most caring friend. And you truly understand me and get me the best. And I love that. I, I just, it makes spending time with you just so fun because no matter which point of conversation we arrive at, you're the, you're the best candidate for the job. Aww. And so sweet. You're just the best. I love being told I'm the best. I love you for your love of ice cream, and you love me because I'm truly the best. Oh my gosh, that feels slightly out of focus, but that's really sweet. Well, that's no, that's I, it's really I'm, really that's sweet. That's what my love is today. All right, so I'll ratchet it up for next time. But um, <laughs> no, but this is good. Yeah. If you would like to reach out to us with any questions or comments or suggestions, we would love to hear from you. Or if you just want to say hi, send us an email at 100daysayearpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's 100daysayearpodcast at gmail.com. Not 100, but just 100. Also, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, our handle is 100daysayearpodcast. Go ahead and give us a follow.